may I speak to Sunra? Who's calling? This is Peter. Is this John Gilmore? Hey, what's going on, buddy? Oh, pretty. I'm doing all right, and I've just uh, had some news for Sunra, so I wanted to give him a call. Is he around oh, at all? Okay. Is he home? Uh-huh. Is is he there? Okay. How you doing? Uh, not too bad, you know, recuperating from that fast German trip. Oh, was it was pretty uh, hectic. Well, you know, ninety and a hundred down the autobahn every day. Oh, oh, gee. Can be pretty hectic. Oh, <laughs> was was Danny driving? <laughs> no, we had two drivers. Uh huh. Luckily, yeah, we yeah. had two German drivers. Oh, good. So they knew the way around. How's your soprano yeah. doing? Well, it's all right, you know. I still haven't been able to tune up the octaves. If I never tune up the octaves, it'd be all right. <laughs> so you need, you need... Other than that, it's pretty good. Yeah, so you need a little work on it? Huh? You need to have a little work done with it, kind of? I did. I had a little work, $24 worth, but I don't know. It might have been out of tune from the factory or something. You know, yeah. Really. And then it could be because I'm not adjusting... Huh, yeah. On the thing. I just gotta work with it, you know. Right, right. Not too bad, except for that. Did you see the... Okay, great, thank you. Okay. Hello? Hello, yeah. Yeah, he picks up his phone, but he doesn't seem to be able to get anything. Just a minute. Okay, okay. Hello? Oh, hello. Hello? Oh, Sunra, hi. How are you good. doing? Pardon me? Pretty good. <laughs> I'm doing okay, too. So how are you? All right. All right, good. Um, yeah, I was talking to uh, Nessa Kino today at the Mabuhe Gardens, mm-hmm. and he says uh, he'd love to have you. He enjoyed having you last time, so he said any time you guys uh, are in town is fine. So that's solid, and um, I'm going to look, start checking out a couple other places, too, you know. So I think, you know, the Mabuhe and Concepts, and I know Wes over Ruthie's wants you in for a night, and I'm going to check out some other places, like a place in Santa Cruz, which is about 50 miles south of here. Mm-hmm. And also I'm going to try a place up north, about 30 or 40 miles north of San Francisco, and also um, a couple other places. So, you know, things are going to start to fall into place. Mm-hmm. So, in the next week or two, I'll know some more. About All right, well, let me know. Because uh, not, I'm not really not doing anything until August, because Icon Fool's in Paris now. Okay. But I'm sending Danny instead to take care of some business. I'm going to be. Uh, oh, you're going to send Danny over there? Yeah, I'm going to send him. Even even tomorrow Friday. Okay. So, uh... Take care of the business, you know. Yeah. So, so you might be going... I'm still doing a lot of uh, inventory and stuff like that. Oh, going... chance for me to do it. Uh Uh-huh. What are you, going through tapes and things like that? No, it was, you know, about this uh, thing with the government and... Uh, the French government. Oh, yeah. The same thing. Yeah. It just, they want me to come over there, and then, uh, well, I, I prefer to straighten things up because I've been wanting to do that a good while. Yeah. If I go over, no telling how long I'll stay. Right, then right. I can go over and take care of that. Yeah, that's true. Uh, what kind of things are you finding in this inventory? Old tapes and... Oh, everything. I, a lot of forms, a lot of writings, a lot of prophecies. 
Reproduce or anything, I'll be happy to do that if you have any, any writings or anything like that. You want to print it up? Well, that's what I'm looking into. Yeah. <coughs> a lot of things that I thought I had lost, I found it. All right. But I think that uh, it would be of interest to people, but it, it, fits, it fits with what's happening today. And yet I wrote it some time ago. Do you have any of those things lying around? Any right with you or anything? No. Or do you have any examples right at your fingertips? You might say, or no, because I'm I'm a sad. Oh, I see. That's really difficult. Johnny to come and tell me. Oh, I see. So if Danny gets something together in in Europe, you might be going back uh, in in August. You think? Well, not because you see. Uh, we playing. We got some commitments here. Because like August tenth, we supposed to play uh, in Syracuse. You know what I'm I'm not really playing until then. And and August thirtieth, we playing in Harlem. I mean, uh, up around Brooklyn or somewhere. Yeah, right. Then some things like that, scattered things. But then some people that want to come back up in New England. But for that folks, have to watch out for taking engagements. Because you might, I might have to go over there, you see, to find some things. Right, I see. But the French want me to, to go over there on the theater, you know, actually with a review of me to write something like that. Okay. Comment or something like that. So you've done a lot of talk, and the only way I can bring these things right on to conclusion is to send that over there and see what they're talking about. Okay, yeah. If anything to sign, he could do it. Okay. So, so up to this point, it's been somebody representing me from Trinidad. Right. But they're not in the band or nothing like that. So they really was a little wary of Denver, you know. Uh-huh. They wanted me to come over. But the French like to drink a lot of wine and talk and talk and talk and talk. <laughs> and I don't like that. So it's better than just somebody who play that game. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, would would you say that September would be a good possibility f for the... Uh... Yes, September. Yeah, September. You kind of cool off, doesn't it? August, September, yes. Yeah, because maybe if in the next week or two I could probably get a few more things lined up and maybe get a good idea of uh, what your schedule could be out here. And then maybe you could arrange some dates in Los Angeles and Seattle, things like that, perhaps. You know, with yeah, that. Things like now. Pardon me. October, well, going into Halloween, we'll be playing at Sweet Basil, you know, in New York right. for a week. Right. So, um, yeah. But anyway, you see what's happening there. Yeah. And I'll see what's happening with Danny. We can put something together. Yeah. Right. Um, so I'll be doing that next. Uh, week or so, getting getting a few of these places together. Because I had a spot for the other games, because I didn't know what the French was going to do about that project. Right. So I kept things kind of open. Okay. And now with Danny going over there, I know exactly what's happening. Okay. And he's going to leave Friday, you say, something like that? He's leaving Friday. Okay. Anyway, Friday or Saturday, one of them. Okay, yeah. 12th, let's see, 12th, when is that? 
Well, that's Saturday. Yeah, we're Saturday. Right, okay. How was the 4th of July? You, did you make it to New York? 5th. We played the 5th. Oh, the 5th, yeah. The 5th, they had New York, Manhattan blocked the whole thing. That, you were talking about There's that. Too many people on there. Yeah, right. So the how was that? We played in Brooklyn. And how was that? Fantastic. Was this outside? It was outside. It was in the back yard. You might see a school, but it was covered with you know, wood push and they push over. Yeah. And everything. The people up quite a big uh, uh, push. You might say because. Even if it rained, there would be people up under the roof with that. Yeah. <laughs> so it was very nice. Although we didn't come on to 12 o'clock, and they usually thing. They put us on last. <laughs> it was about 12, 30 or something like that. That's the part I've always been protested by, but that's where they do things. That's what it is. Well, it's... Big people's daddy like them. Did you, uh... Did you do a lot of uh, your compositions, or...? A lot of Fletcher things, or? I did my composition. I'm getting back on that now uh, to request of the public. Like in Germany, they said they wanted the original Sunrock. They wanted the wild stuff. So all of what we were playing was all right for the first set. And then uh, they said, well, and I had played nothing, you know, ever God or anything in my composition. They requested it. About three or four places did the same thing. They weren't, they haven't seen one of my compositions, so then I made them ask for it. So everything is all right now. Yeah. You know, after all the years of records and things, it, 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 it hit people's minds about the melodies. It hit their mind about the different melodies we played, and they found the melodies were very beautiful. Oh, yeah. And that's, what, that's what's beginning to happen. Yeah. They're beginning to have comparison of what we're doing and what other musicians have been doing in that particular uh, a pattern, and they found out that all of my songs got melody to them, and a message to Right, and right, feeling. right. And that's very good. Definitely. They begin to get the feeling of what I'm expressing. Speaking of your compositions, I was listening to uh, The Earthman Speaks. You know that Earthman. one? I was listening to a composition of yours called The Earthman Speaks, or The Sunman Speaks, actually. With a guy, with a... That over in uh, a 45? Yeah, 45 with with a guy named Yo, Yohanan. Yeah, that was done some time ago. Yeah, wh when was that done? That was done in 67. I'm sure it must have been way back then. Yeah, because you also have uh, a tune on there called Message to Earthman or, or The Bridge. You know, they must cross the bridge. I think it was, it's in your poetry book, That's too. That's another one. Yeah. This is that a, yeah. was another 45 that was done in New York. Oh, okay. Right. But that, I found that poem in, in The Immeasurable Equation, too. The lyrics to that, the bridge. They, they must, must walk the bridge. Right. To the living words of life. Yes. I think that's in one of the books. Oh, it, it definitely is, yeah. As I saw that and then connected with that song, I went, oh, yeah. And when did when did you write that poem? Does that go? Oh, that was written, I don't know, all of you seem to be the same at this point. Yeah. Uh, but it was done, it was done in New York City. The, I mean, the recording? 
Yes. In what, the 60s, you say? Well, it wasn't the 50s. Yeah, well, that's... Okay. It had to be... It had to be the 60s. Yeah. When you were in New York... Late, late 60s and that. You know, when when you were in New York in the 60s, did you ever have a chance to talk with Duke Ellington or, or go see him at all or anything like that? I never did because, uh, well, he, he was over one, one particular thing and I was over another. Uh-huh. But he knew about me. Pat played with me, you know, for a while. Oh, okay. Because I gave Pat um, a measure equation to give to him. I think Pat gave it to him. So, I never see Duke at, in person after that. I see. Because he's always traveling. Yeah. Did you see him as a uh, uh, early on in the 40s or things like that? Did I see him what? Did you see him back in the 40s or 50s during that time? I see, I did. I, I, I never did see him in New York, as I can remember. Uh-huh. When I saw him, I saw him in Chicago. I saw him in Birmingham. I might have seen him in Atlanta, but I, I don't recall seeing him in New York. Yeah, I see. But most people traveling most of the time. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That is really true. You know, I, I was... I saw his son, you know. Pardon me? Mercer. Oh, you saw... I saw his son. Yeah, Mercer. right, right. With, with the band after Duke died, you mean? Well... It might have been while Duke was alive. <laughs> but Duke stayed up in Holland, you see. I stayed down in the village. Uh-huh. On the east side. Yeah, right. So right. possibly I'd have stayed up there. I might have met him. Yeah. But I did the uh, Abdullah, you know, the one that plays bells with us. Uh-huh. I don't know if you met him or not. He's an intern, too. So when Duke was ill, I told him to take care of Duke. So he was with us on Duke's personal uh, intern. He's with him all the time, uh -huh. taking care of him as best he could. Even when he was on the oxygen chapter, Abdul was right there. Okay, and, and what was the, what was the, the man's name, Abdul? Abdullah. Abdullah. Yeah. Oh, you're not talking about the trumpet player, are you now? No, he plays bells. Bells and stuff. He's got about a thousand bells, and they lean on the floor. Oh, really? I don't think he ever came to California with us. Oh, I don't recall him. Is he on any albums with you? Did he make a record? Yeah, he's on the phone. Yeah. And he's a doctor also, you're saying? Well, he's an intern. Oh, I see. Intern. Same thing in one sense. Yeah. They usually have to come past him. Yeah, right. Get to the doctor. Right. I was listening to a Benny Carter record the other night. And was wondering if you were, if you had these compositions, uh, a couple things called Symphony and Riffs, Lonesome Nights. Are you familiar with those? I thought I might make you a tape if you hadn't heard those. No, I haven't heard those. Oh, they're great. Really nice. From the. Well, now I met Vinnie Carter, Vinnie Carter, because um, he was at the National Diamond of Arts when I went up there one day. Oh, really? I talked to him sometime, and I saw him over in Holland. He came up with his hand, uh, oh my eyes from behind. So guess who? Oh, anyway, yeah. I, I know him personally. 
Well, I'll have to put these down on a tape because they're really great. Uh, uh, some things recorded in 1933. And, oh, yeah, uh, always, even back then, I used to listen to Minicar. I used to trumpet and saxophone out there, you know. And it did Raymond's always one nice, too. Oh, beautiful, you know. That's wild, you know, in the symphony, I guess, symphony and riffs, you know, when the sax section, you know, does those trills, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've never heard anyone else really do that, you know? The sax section doing those trills there. He's a master of things. Yeah, I'll put that down on tape for you. I think you'll enjoy that, you know? Good. Yeah, symphony and riffs, Lonesome Nights. They also do Blue Lou. But you're familiar with that, and I'm sure you've heard yeah, you that. Like that. Yeah, right. But I'll put that down and. Uh, I heard him on TV, uh, Benny Carter and Teddy Wilson. Oh, really? All oh, right. That's about a year ago. I'm still looking for those, uh, uh, the Bobby Timmons, you know. I'm keeping my eyes open. I am I'm still looking, so, you know. And Big Joy Exam. Right, right. So I'll, I'll keep my eyes open for that, you know. I haven't forgotten. So you know All right, that. that's good. Because yeah. that's a collective item. You know? Yeah, that's certainly Somewhere, is. somewhere, they do have it. Oh, like I'll be looking, you know. And same with that. I'm gonna. I'm still looking for that Walt Dickerson album uh, that you were mm-hmm. you participated in. So. Well, I, I made patches of blue with him too, you know. That's the one. Yeah, right. That's the one. Yeah. So I mean, maybe I'll find that someday, but uh, I'll be looking for that, you know. Also, I want to ask you about, you know, I'm, I'm looking at this picture, the picture you took with, um, or that was taken of you with John Cage up, yeah. up on his roof, and um, I was just looking at the gong and the bell uh, you're holding. John Cage is holding a nice gong there. Are those... Uh, oh, that was, some, that was some of his things. Yeah. He had a partner, so they wanted some props or something, so we got that. All right. Does he have a lot He's of... He's holding something, I'm holding something. Right, you're holding a, a kind of a bell. Yeah. Yeah. And what's that pipe you're holding in your hand? You, you're, each, you're each grasping this pipe, it looks like, or something. That's part of, part of an instrument. Well, no, that's some kind of stick. I, I think it's from Brazil to Africa, and it makes a sound like the wind. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. When you turn it over, it makes it like that. And it keeps on for some time, and then you turn it back the other way. And they do the same thing. Oh. I had one myself that disappeared. His was a little larger than the one I had. I remember those uh, plastic tubes you had that you twirled over your head. Mm-hmm. Those things, I remember you had those in the early oh, 70s. Yeah. They made a very nice sound. We did a lot, quite a lot of things. Yeah, those. <laughs> and the more you look back there, the more you see we really paving the way. At the club, at least, they had a show there, and it changed every month. They had, you know, they had some star, a star to come in, and they had about uh, maybe eight chorus girls, and it would be built built around them. I would have to, um, well, they had to change the show every month. So, when the new show hit, you see, uh, about a day after it started, I have to start on the next show. Oh, okay. Fighting for it. Yeah. So that's what I, I was always doing something. After the show, they went to about 5 o'clock. And at 5.30, I would be there with the chorus girl and the producer of the show, which was um, 
Seven died. And Seven was saying, what does face up? So I just stopped playing everything. Then Seven would give him the choreography, according to what I was playing. And that's the way it was done. It was created on the spot. Oh, okay. The tour scripts were there while I was playing it. And then I'd write it down. And then I'd write out from the band. And that's what it was. Oh. It's a different story. Yeah. Because they, they didn't learn how to first buy me just playing. It just me, no drums. I just me, because I was creating.